Welcome to Beer Hole. My name is Big Wave Dave. I'm joined live as always by Doug, Young Mini Fresh, Young Xander. Uh, Alexander Hicks is out ill today. He actually called off of work. The guy's having a rough start to the year, you know. He, he had COVID. Now he has uh, some sort of sinus infection or, or laryngitis. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. He said he can't speak and, uh, and he's not feeling well. The guy's got more excuses than I can fucking think of here. You know, like Christ on a cross, power through. Do you hear uh, the part of my take, boys, on Monday after, after uh, yelling through the tournament the whole weekend? Big, uh, no big, voice. Big, big, big Cat can barely fucking talk. can barely hear oh, his yeah. voice. But he's yeah, there. It, it, they, they all have like Vegas voice. You, you know, I think what happened with Al is, you know, he comes from a harsh area of, of the world. You know, Minnesota ha- has cold winters. Uh, it's late March now, and, and they're still getting some weather up there. But then he came and moved to Los Angeles for 10 years. And, and let me tell you, you, you know this too, Doug. You come to L.A., you spend a couple of years in the sun, and your body completely becomes a pussy. You go yeah. back home, and it's like 54 yeah. degrees, and you're putting on your winter jacket. Alex has since moved back to Minnesota, but his body is not reacclimated. So, you know, a little chill here and there is just throwing, throwing his, throwing for a, for a loop. It's, it's the, throwing the, equilibrium the immune system off. has not recovered. Yeah. It's, it's throwing the equilibrium off, you know? Uh, I mean, I, I can't, there is something going around around these parts or something like that. Uh, yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's, you know, power through, you know, you got, you got to play through. Yeah, I I got sick uh, a couple of weeks ago from my mother, and then it's passing through. It went to the baby first, so there were a few days where Henry was sick, and obviously I'm losing my fucking mind because I haven't dealt with that yet. But then the baby got Anna sick, so now Anna's sick, and I'm completely healthy. So I got yeah. a sick baby and a sick wife, and I'm like, yeah, y'all can sit on the couch, but I feel good. I'll I'll be hitting happy hour today, mm-hmm. maybe golfing, maybe hitting the pool. Don't, I don't know. Don't don't you feel a little helpless uh, with Henry? Uh out of it you know like what like you, you know you're like i know you're sick you can't really like calm them down you know there's well, no like kind of like words of wisdom that you can give there's no like affirmation like oh yeah all right like he is just what, so what, what's funny about babies is they don't know what it means to be healthy or sick yeah so he's still in a pretty good mood you know he's, oh, okay. he's eating coffee and he's got shit flying out of his nose and he's got a low temperature but he's like smiling because he doesn't he doesn't understand the difference do you have one of those little uh, those booger squeezers? We so we have a booger squeezer. <laughs> I, I have not been brave enough to use the booger squeezer yet. We also have those. a gas passer, which is literally like a a whistle you stick up his cornhole, and <laughs> it's supposed to like let the, the the pressure out. And then immediately they're like, you need to cover your floor with newspapers because as soon as the the fart comes out. The, the deluge is to follow. <laughs> right? the, the floodgates yeah, open. So it's like a cold. I've been afraid to use it. It's like a colonoscopy for him. Basically, yeah. Um, okay, but uh, do you get anything exciting over the weekend, Douglas? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was St. Patty's Day on Thursday. Um, yeah. I had the large, last regular last dart ball game of the year uh, for the season. Um, I mean, I still got a tourney this weekend and state the weekend next weekend. Um, but, yeah, and then with being St. Patty's Day, it kind of lend itself to – getting just absolutely punished, uh, sure. on Thursday. Um, you know, it, it uh, checked the tab, uh, uh, yesterday from the bar and it was not a pretty sight. Did not realize I spent that much money there. Uh, um, I remember the days of having to wait like half a week to, to emotionally prepare to look at the tab. 
I mean, you, you know, luckily I'm doing okay right now. So it's not like it, it's just, it's not, like, well, I would say it's a drop in the bucket, but yeah. you know, you, you kind of wish you had spent that money elsewhere. Yeah. Um, You're not planning on doing it again this Thursday. No, 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 no. I mean, that was like kind of like the last hurrah Thursday where I'm showing up to school or showing up to work Friday where I'm just a fucking, I feel like a shithole, you know, uh, yeah. I, I compared it to uh, Russo from season one of house of cards, you know, sure. uh, just, 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 just approaching work that way. Um, but yeah. And then Friday, I mean, the Badgers won. So celebrate that a little bit. Um, but yeah, you know, just kind of watch college basketball, uh, all weekend. Um, when I could Saturday, just made some bets with a buddy, watched all those games. Um, and then recovered Sunday. Like, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, just sports heavy, you know, kind of watched a little bit of the Valspar too, here and there, mix that in. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say that was, that was a big part of it was, was the tourney and, uh, I mean, the Badger did play in Milwaukee, but t- dude, tickets to these events are so fucking expensive, man. Like, Jesus Christ. I know you get two games out of it, but still, like, come on. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had a similar Thursday where Indiana played uh, in, like, the heart of, like, happy hour of St. Patrick's Day and got absolutely, like, obliterated by St. Mary's. But, you, you know – St. Patrick's Day does not go as hard in L.A. as it does in the Midwest. I remember when I lived in Chicago, it was like the biggest event on the social calendar. I went over to Penmar because I thought, you know, it's somewhere we could take Henry. And we had a a group of like eight. I was like, it'll be buzzing a little bit, but like it it won't be such a scene that like the baby's not safe. But there were like two people there other than us. And then I drove to where what I anticipated the hot spots would be like like Jameson's and Brendan's. And those were both fucking dead. L.A., Get your act together. What those are, those are Irish these... bars too. I know. What happened to all the, like the USC frat guys that aren't taking life seriously and are just spending their trust funds in Venice? Dude. Have they moved to Manhattan Beach or something? Because they weren't out on Thursday. I'm gonna tell you. I, I'm gonna tell you this. You know, you say it goes hard in the Midwest. So yeah, I was. Uh, uh, I got uh, kind of to the bar on five, and met a couple people that were like, "Yeah, you know, we've been out since 10 a.m. Uh, like on a Thursday. It's like people just take the day off." You know, like, fuck it. I'm just going to get hammered. And the bar was fucking hammered on Thursday night. You know, wall-to-wall people going in. Um, Yeah, it's – I'm shocked, you know, like, especially Davison's. Come on. I felt bad, too, because Anna had a friend visiting from Sweden, and I was talking a big game, like, oh, tonight's going to be wild. Like, you know, she's single and looking to mingle. I was like, oh, there's going to be so many, like, young fellas out there going to want to be feeding you shots. Nothing. (laughs) Fucking nothing. But, you know, uh, that said, it's it's probably for the best that I'm not – routinely blacking out with a three-month-old um you know you, you mentioned last week was a good sporting weekend with the you know the first two rounds this weekend's a pretty dialed sports weekend too uh we got the the match play going on right now we're recording this on wednesday live kind of like we did with the players we'll, we'll talk about that here in a few minutes but so we're, we got the sweet 16 and elite eight this weekend we've got the match play going five days which is super cool if you're into f1 they got a big race so it, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun we're, we're kind of uh going down the home stretch in basketball and uh hockey baseball spring trains heating up so fun little uh late march sports weekend yeah um I, I i think we would be remiss if we did not give some credit to to sam sam burns uh we're not going to talk as much about the valspar as we usually would on a pod because it's already next turn it's already started but but sam burns uh won the valspar last year he won it this year in a playoff against the world number like fucking 528 uh, in a playoff. So good, good shit from Sam Burns. Was there anything else that you saw at the Valspar that's worth noting? 
once again, I, I love these courses in Florida. They have like the named uh, section of the course. We had the bear trap a few weeks ago, and then we had the snake pits at uh, yeah, Copperhead. Yeah. That's my favorite part about the Florida swing is like the three hole stretches that just have these, you know, daunting names to them. Uh, you know, I feel like every course should have something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how deep you could go with it, but it, it really adds some uh, lore uh, to the course, to the tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, good on Burns going back to back at this tourney. Uh, it, it, it's, I mean, he's won three times, I think, in the, in the calendar year, twice there, and then the Sanderson Farms he won in the fall swing. Uh, another one of these like, young players, he's 25, who's just going about his business. Three, I don't know, what does he have, three wins already on tour? It's like, yeah, these guys just keep coming out of nowhere. It's just the game is so deep with talent right now, so ripe, and it, it, it's it Burns isn't even one of the hot names out there. No, you know? it, but he's still got three wins. Um, it, it's just it, it's exciting to see, and uh, yeah, I mean, he he's a player, dude. Like he's kind of methodical out there. Doesn't really show a lot of emotion until he hit that thirty-two footer on the playoff hole to win it, um, and so. I think he's a fun guy to root for. You know, I think he's Definitely. a cool guy to have a beer with. He he can he can put his ass off. Uh, yeah. sp- speaking of a cool guy to get a beer with, um, our buddy Joel Damon was waiting for him on eighteen yeah. with yeah. a white claw in his pocket to go celebrate with him. No, I, I think Burns and, and then Cam Smith also. These were guys that we used to think of as like tier two, but they have definitely vaulted themselves into the top tier. I, yeah. I mean, Sam Burns is going to be he's going to have a very strong case to be on the President's uh, Cup team this year. Yeah. And I've hear hearing a lot of people talking about um, Cam Smith as a as a favorite for Augusta next week. Um, Davis Riley w- was the the guy that uh, he weeks. battled off. Two. Davis two next week. Two weeks. Solero. Sorry, two, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Um, yeah, Davis Riley was the guy he battled um, in that playoff. Davis Riley was winning the tournament uh, at fifty four holes and, and was having a fine. 18 and then until a quad or sorry, a, a snowman on, on, a, on a par five. So um, something that uh, the weekend warriors and us are, are very familiar with. Yeah. But, uh, him, and that, him and that Matthew Neesmith were kind of the two yeah. guys had going into Sunday and um, it just kind of shows how hard it is to win a golf tournament. You know, I think Damon said it before and stuff, all these guys have, and you know, it's really hard when you got that lead on Sunday when you've never been there before and you're asked to basically be nails and win this thing. So yeah. And, and uh, Riley, Riley had a chance. Riley had a chance to win it on the first playoff hole, uh, squandered it, and then you know, at some point, just the pedigree of, of the golfer is going to take over in those playoffs. Uh, it felt bad for him, but again, it's kind of like Tagala uh, in Phoenix. These guys are going to be fine. You know, a solo two at a, a major event should get you in the top one twenty-five. I'm sure we'll see more of them. Apparently, this guy Davis Riley used to battle with uh, Sam Burns on the Junior Tour, so so they're young oh, really? guys together a bunch. And uh, bright future for him. Uh, other player of note, um, Justin Thomas, also the T3. You really thought he had a run in him all day, but just really kind of shot a, a ho-hum, I think one under that final round. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, props to Sam Burns. Um, but let's move on to, to the tournament we're covering today. It is 4.30 on the West Coast, and most oh. of the groups have wrapped up today. So today you had the ones versus the fours and the twos versus the threes. Um, pretty chalky out there. Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? This is, it? I feel like this isn't really the norm for this event where the favorites win as much as they have uh, today. 
No, I mean, so I I was listening to the House's podcast on the Ringer, and I'm sorry, he said, he said traditionally thirty percent of the people to go through are one seeds. Now, just because all the one seeds won today versus the fours, you would expect that it doesn't necessarily mean they're going through. That doesn't but mean jack shit. I'm looking at it now, and the, the guy, the one seeds that lost today, Justin Thomas lost to Listy three and two, never really had a chance. Uh, Joaquin Neiman got fucking boat raced by Mav McNeely eight and six. We, yeah. uh, we haven't seen a, a, an ass kicking that bad since like Tiger was playing this tournament. Um, Usti loses one up to Norin. Um, and Paul Casey concedes. Paul Casey concedes on the third hole. You it know, doesn't I, mean he's con- he said it doesn't mean he's conceded for the rest of the week, though. No, I mean, he's so just conceded for today, so he might still play tomorrow and Friday. In theory, he he goes out and uh, and wins the next two and at least forces a playoff. You know, I mean, it's strange too. He birdied the first and won the hole, and then bogeyed the second and lost the hole. So it, they were tied. It's not like he was getting his ass kicked. And then they hit their drive on three, and he just said, "I'm done." So, so that was pretty wacky. Uh, a couple other things that, that I just want to uh, point out: um, <laughs> Cockrack, who has been getting just has had his good name dragged through the mud, uh, had just played like shit today. We haven't seen him on the tour in a minute, and he played absolutely pathetic. Well, Sergio loves this event. I think they said he won, and like only three other guys have won more uh, match play events than than Sergio in their career. Um, and the names are like, you know, it's like Poulter, Tiger, and there was one other guy. Um, but Sergio just loves this event, uh, always plays well here, loves the match play format. Uh, so it was kind of a bad draw for Cockrack, I think, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it, – just because you won today doesn't mean shit, though. Like, I, I see where guys go 2-0 and the first two days and then lose Friday and they lose out. You know, they end up in a playoff and then lose in the playoff. So. Yeah. It's, it's not like you, you, you've won the thing here. You know, this is just step one uh, for a lot of these guys. And, uh, I mean, but it is nice to see your pick for one and done uh, get an early victory out here. Um, yeah. The, the tie sucks. Sure. Yeah, Cantley tied Keith Mitchell. And then right. a couple other, couple other upsets. Daniel Berger loses to Siwoo two up. And then Sungjae, poor Sungjae. He got, he got the shit kicked out of him today as well by Shane's power. Shane's power. And then Varner just beat Lowry uh, for a little upset. There you go. Uh, so, they, like I saw a lot of people talking about uh, Varner going into this week, how they liked him because uh, he won on that uh, Saudi tour. And like he always likes his event, usually plays well here. And now he'll maybe have a little bit of a, like a weight off his back type of thing. Um but yeah, him and him and Lowry look like they're chumming it up here at the end. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, Lowry's caddy looks like the most Irish human I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, he's like he's like a Darren Clark reincarnate. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day to Big yeah. Shane. Um, um, but yeah, there's, there's one match going on right now. Still, uh, it's Patrick Reed versus Cameron Young. Patrick Reed had one of the wildest shots I've ever seen. He was uh, going for the green. And he, he launched it so far over the green that he landed in a hospitality tent, like a, yeah. a raised, like, two-story hospitality tent where, like, either media is hanging out or, or sometimes they have a bar there. You'll remember we've been to tour events where, like, if they get a birdie on that hole, all the 
beers are two dollars for like yeah. 15 minutes he put one like 40 yards into this tent but because of the rules on, on temporary man-made structures he got to drop like in front of it so he got to drop like 40 yards closer to the pin than his shot would have gone that's uh it's it's i think bryson had something similar too he hit it in like the tent twice today or something like that his first drive was next to like aquafina bottle um i mean we, we've always talked up this track you know you got the boats in the background. Um, so fucking sick. Yeah. It, 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 they've got like so, little docks. You, you can you can drive your boat there like it's a car. Just rope so, up and like walk onto the course. Still like uh, my high on my bucket list of golf events that I want to attend. Uh, just because the match play is awesome format, you know. And to say you go out there on Friday where guys are all vying to. Or even, yeah, one of these like early days and just vying to like make the weekend you know it, it, i think it'd just be really fun or even the yeah. sweet 16 and elite eight on saturday would be really cool right and, and austin just fucking kicks ass great food scene great bar scene yeah it, this would be a hell of a bachelor party um, yeah, and, and the course the course is so beautiful it is um, and some of those like pin placements today were fucking ridiculous there's the one where it was maybe 10 feet from the water uh and like it was a short par four where if like you you could go for the green on some days, but today it would have been it would have been tough because if you're going for the pin, it's like anything left, like anything just a hair left, you're in the water. Yeah, you know I haven't been tracking strokes because of the format they're playing, but it doesn't seem like anyone's gone super low today. Yeah, I, well they were saying like there were some event uh, some uh, pairings where guys I think Spieth won at one under uh, okay. his. You know, but then Louis Usaisen shot had seven birdies and lost today to Norin. So it's like there was a, it was a little bit of everything out there uh, in terms of the matches today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously everyone. I feel like people say like the every, like if you're gonna give like a downfall to this event, it's that the big names don't make the weekend. Uh, so you'll have like a Richard Bland in the Sweet Sixteen or something like that. Who, who tied Bryson today? Yeah, but I, I mean, I, that's what I think makes it great is it's kind of anybody's tournament. And, you know, but we'll, we'll, I don't know, we'll see. I think there's going to be a lot of names out there this weekend just based on today. Um, I do think Bryson is not long for this tournament. Um, no, I, I can't imagine he is. I, you know, I, I was shocked that, that he didn't pull out. But, you know, like, look, if well, game week, if you want to see the biggest names in the world, you go Friday. And if you want to see, Maybe one of your favorite golfers play 36 holes. You go Saturday or Sunday. How exactly. much fun is that? Oh, my God. I feel like Saturday would be so fun. Have the Sweet 16 going and then straight into the Elite Eight uh, would be really sick. I mean, you know, uh, it's – I think when you're making your one-and-done pick for something like this, you got to have a guy – the guys who have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, like the Moxie, you know, who are like kind of – would be a little intimidating to play, if you will. Sure. Um, like – Billy Horschel has that, you know, and he won it last year. Kids, it's kind of just like the devil may care, and he always plays well here. Sergio yeah. is a little bit fiery. He always plays well here, you know? Um, and so I, I think it's kind of the same guy, the same cast of characters usually kind of come out. You know, DJ has the devil may care attitude where he's like, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I'm just here to play some golf. And so, like, nothing really worries him. So he always plays well. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's a short-term memory, especially with the match play. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Sergio and Kiz were both 
big winners today. Uh, didn't have to go past 15 or 16 holes. So, yeah. you know, we, we've basically seen the conclusion of round one. Um, like we said, it was fairly chalky. If you had Justin Thomas, you're probably not feeling great because he was the highest seed that lost. But also, like you said, he could win his, the next two days and he's in a playoff to see who goes through. Yeah, because it's like that's what it is. So you go two unless someone goes three and all, you know, in your grouping, two and one usually means you're in a playoff. You yeah, know? I, I suppose Thomas's four seed could go three and zero, though I would. Deem I that mean, well, point. here's the thing: is uh, if you're going one and done, you know, you always got to look at your uh, your little pod. If you know, you know, your four man pod, and picking him, it's like you got Kisner in there. You know, the right. guy who's one of the best players in this event there is. So it's like Thomas got a tough draw this year. I would have never picked him. No. You know, um, I honestly really like Taylor Gooch just because Bryson's the high seed in there and he hasn't played golf in who knows how long. What was the last term he played? The Pebble Beach Pro-Am? Maybe before that? The Farmer? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he no? pulled out of the Saudi event. Yeah, no, we had four guys pick Gooch in our one and done. We had like 10 pick Casey. Those guys are probably feeling really sorry for themselves right now. I, I love it, dude. Like, because he was – he because he hit some shots, so you got to use them. Uh yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough. You know, like it, like Henley was a name going in this week, then he lost today to Kevin Knott, who also loves this match play format. Um, yeah. A lot of people were really high on Henley for some reason. I didn't really see that, but that's what it was. Like, he was a name that was floating around a lot. Yeah. Um, Just make sure that Knott concedes your putt before you pick up. We don't yeah. want another DJ situation. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, uh, people like Siwoo Kim because he likes the Pete Dye design course. Yeah. And it should be said, this is a shorter course. So, you yeah. know, even though a guy like DJ has one here and he did have a, a drive today that was 412 yards, um, this course does not necessarily uh, favor the Bombers. You you want to have a good ball striker yeah. in your lineup this week. Something I was surprised about was uh, how far, because I was tracked, obviously I picked Hatton, so I was tracking his uh, match against <clears throat> today. Um, and Hatton hits bombs. I didn't realize how he hit bombs, dude. He was out driving fucking Christian by like 50 yards in every hole. Yeah. I, I really want to know. I really want to get my hand on like a $1,000 driver and see how far I can hit it too. Because these <laughs> motherfuckers are not big guys. And they're just hitting it 350 effortlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to get out of here pretty quickly. But uh, before we do, let's get a pick for uh, this tournament. And then give me your national champion for uh, college basketball. All right. Uh, well, I still like – I mean, I like the way Hatton played today. He's putting the lights out. Um, I mean, uh, for, like, how everything went today, I mean, I, I really like DJ Sergio um, and Kiz and Hatton. Those are my four. Like, I don't know how they can make the final four. I can't – I'm going to look at the bracket right now in front of me. But those are the four guys that I really like going into uh, the rest of the week here. Yeah. Well, and also Hatton is, is technically a one seed, but the person you were worried about in, in that bracket is probably Berger, who lost today. So Hatton has a win and some breathing room. DJ looked very good down the stretch today, but Homa looked pretty good down the stretch too. So that will be his Friday match. So, uh, you know, you could have two guys that are 2-0 uh, and going into Friday uh, in DJ's group, but it's going to be a super fun tournament. Uh, let's turn to college basketball quickly. Um, both of our teams are out. The Big Ten in general didn't do great. Uh, Purdue should 
make it to the Elite Eight. You know, it, it's kind of – Purdue's kind of like a win-win for us because even though I hate Purdue, I want the conference to do well so the Big Ten doesn't get made fun of. So one of two things happens. Purdue goes on to the Elite Eight and some of those chirps quiet down or they lose to a fucking 15 seed and become the first team to allow a, a 15 seed into the Elite Eight. So I mean, win I, I, win for St. me. St. Peter's, you know, uh, they got the one guy, Doug, Doug Eddard. Be putting Doug's Doug's on the map this week. Yeah. Uh, Barstool has a bunch of uh, they put a bunch of swag out for Doug Edgert or whatever. They have a, a hoodie that just says Doug on the front that I'm probably gonna purchase. Um, it has to be done. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I don't know. Let's let's pick our final four uh, for this, like for okay. sixteen. So out of the West, I mean, Gonzaga looked very beatable uh, this past weekend. Um, I mean. I kind of like Texas Tech there. I think they're going to take down Duke on Thursday. Uh, Coach K can fucking suck a dick. Um, out of the East, I like UCLA. I love UCLA. Um, I think that team is basically running back from last year, and they're fucking loaded. They've got a tough game this week, though. I know. They're you and Texas Tech, play. right? No, they're playing UNC. Oh, UNC. Okay, Duke, right. Texas Tech. UNC's playing UCLA. Two of the Blue Bloods uh, okay. going at it. Uh, in the South, I like Arizona. Uh, I think them squeaking out against TCU is big for them. And in the Midwest, I like Kansas because they look – I watched a lot of that game against Creighton, and they kind of look like world beaters. Um, and so out of that, I'm going to go Kansas-UCLA National Championship and then Kansas to win it all. Okay. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty aligned with you. I, I had Gonzaga going all the way at the start, so I'm going to keep them. I feel like Arizona had their test. I feel bad. Uh, I mean, Arizona could, could have lost that game a thousand different ways, but found a way to win. So I, I think that they're going to just kind of waltz the final four now. I also agree with your Kansas pick. Um, so very chalky with my picks there. I do think Purdue just has the easiest route left to the final four. So I'll ride with Purdue. And once again, if I'm wrong, I can make fun of the Purdue fans. Um, and then I like Gonzaga over Purdue. Arizona over Kansas and Gonzaga over Arizona in the national championship. Yeah. T T Timmy, uh, Timmy took over that game against uh, Memphis. Uh, I actually thought Memphis had a chance. And then Timmy was just doing whatever he wanted. Like I, I, I like that guy. just, he looks so unassuming, but he's a fucking ball player, dude. Like he just knows how to get to the right spots, has great court awareness. You know, he's just, he's honestly just a basketball player. Uh, yeah. And so I think he's kind of on a mission this year. Yeah. Well, that'll, that'll do it for a uh, beer hole this week. Uh, hope Al's feeling better next week and we will break down the match play, talk a little bit about the Valero, but I feel like once Sunday evening hits, we are turning all of our attention to Augusta. I mean, I guess we should take 30 oh. seconds and mention Phil's officially out of the masters. The rumors are swirling that he has been officially suspended. Now the PGA tour cannot suspend him from uh, the majors. Because, well, they can suspend him for the PGA Championship, which is wacky because that's the one that he's the reigning champion. But uh, we think there was kind of a handshake deal between the Masters, the PGA Tour, and Phil, maybe saying, like, if you don't make this awkward for us and not play, maybe the suspension is shorter. But, but Phil's out. Um, that said, everyone's circulating the, the picture on Twitter right now that shows past champions not in the field. And one Eldrick Tiger Woods is not on that list. So Tiger might be giving it a shot in a couple of weeks. We got 
plenty of time to speculate, but oh, oh, uh, it, it should be a uh, couple fun weeks. Not, not to cut you off here, but Cam Young and Patrick Reed are just going putt for putt right now in this in this event. Like Cam Young just juggling from about twenty five feet, and Patrick Reed just juggling from twenty to tie him. These guys are going toe to toe right now. So it's uh, this is what makes the match play the best. Yeah, this is great. We got down. We, yeah, we got a couple holes left for them, so it'll be fun uh, to watch this afternoon. Then I'm going to crack a beer and watch some F1. And real quick, how insane is the NFL offseason? <laughs> oh, my God. Matty Ice to the Colts. Well, I, w- I was going to lead with Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins today. Yeah, well, but... the, the Dolphins are going to be a problem. Ty Hill to the Dolphins. Man, they've had a couple people leave uh, Kansas City now. I, I wonder if. I don't know. I wonder if Kansas City is going to have a regression year this year. I, I, I think, think it's also, too, it's a big with contracts because Mahomes is starting to kick in. Yeah. Now. And so, like, they don't have as much money to sprinkle to these other guys that they've had in the past. And right. so I think it was a stall with the negotiate, contract negotiations with Tyreek Hill. And they're like, we can't go any higher, so I guess we got to trade you. Yeah. And, uh, Mariota, I believe, went to the Atlanta Falcons. So yeah. he's going to get a second chance as a starter. We still don't know where. Literally nobody to throw the ball to, though. Right. Uh, I guess he's got their rookie or the the young tight end. Um, We don't know where Baker's going to end up. No, I mean, uh, I don't even know. There's still some jobs out there. Like I think Carolina's still looking for a quarterback. Um, There are still some openings. I think it's Baker and uh, there's one other guy, big name, who I'm blanking on right now that needs a spot. but yeah, it's uh, it, it's been like a quarterback carousel. Um, right. A lot yeah, of I mean, big, big name players moving moving to other teams, like receivers, like Devonte to Oakland. Oakland looks like world beaters now. Vegas um, or Vegas, <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> um, and, and and the I mean, like you can't imagine Rogers is happy about that. What's wacky about the uh, the Cleveland situation is they don't have the cap space to sign Watson officially until they move Baker. So, like, apparently Cleveland wanted a first round for him and no one bought. And now there's a very real chance they're going to have to, like, give a pick along with Baker to someone just to eat the contract. So that situation is diseased. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Well, we'll leave you on that. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Doug, enjoy the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Enjoy getting back out there on the golf course. And until next time, y'all remember God made 18 packs for a reason. Stay up.